0: Welcome to the Embracing Midlife podcast, I'm your host Sharon Hasty. I'm a coach and practitioner of hypnosis and NLP. This podcast is about embracing midlife, the challenges and the opportunities. As a midlife woman you have likely spent most of your life looking after others and now it's time to start looking after you. For many of us midlife is a time of deep reflection on the things we have done in our lives but also the things we are yet to do. It's a time of many transitions, some good, some not so good, and it's also a time to revive your dreams, you know, the ones you had before life got in the way. Life is far from over and there is plenty of time to work towards your goals and dreams. This podcast is packed with health, well-being and mindset tips, motivation and support for navigating your way through midlife and beyond. today's podcast we're talking about 12 common hot flush triggers in menopause and some simple solutions. I thought I'd do this one today because we haven't talked about menopause for a while. I did write way back when I started this podcast, do three or four podcasts on menopause and I'll put some links to the show notes in case you might want to check those out. The reason I chose this particular topic is hot flushes are without a doubt one of the most annoying symptoms of menopause. And they can make it hard for women to get on with their daily lives. Today, we'll explore some of the common triggers for hot flushes and provide some simple solutions that can help you to reduce their frequency and intensity. So what are hot flushes? If you've ever had one, you know exactly what I'm talking about. For those of you lucky enough not to have had one yet, or you're not quite sure, If you've had one, a hot flush is a sudden and intense feeling of heat that spreads throughout your body, often accompanied by sweating, redness and a rapid heartbeat. It's like a wave of heat that washes over you, leaving you feel uncomfortably warm and flushed. It can be an overwhelming feeling and it may last for a few seconds or a few minutes or it can be a little bit longer. Hot flushes are a common symptom of menopause and they can be triggered by a variety of factors which we'll discuss shortly. I used to call them my little power surges or my personal summers um, and I'll be honest, I do not miss them at all. I'll also take a minute here to talk about night sweats as well. Um, these are different from hot flushes, though many people think that night sweats and hot fla- are hot flushes that just happen at night. That's not quite accurate. So what's the difference? Hot flushes can occur day or night, while night sweats, as the name might suggest, only occur at night. Hot flushes come on really quickly and cause intense feelings of heat and have a short but huge spike in perspiration. And it happens really quickly, as I said. Night sweats, on the other hand, produce copious amounts of sweating. They start out gradually, last much longer, and then decline more slowly. And that's responsible for what I used to call the hot flush hokey pokey. You used to put one leg in, and put one leg out. Um, not that much fun at all. And for some women, this might mean that they like soak through their clothes and their bed clothes. Um, yeah, so not, not terribly pleasant. Obviously, that can disturb your sleep as well, which is not, not much fun. Um, now, I just want to talk about some common triggers and solutions. These are predominantly for hot flushes, but they may have some impact on night sweats as well. So many of these are quite common sense. However, take it from someone who has been there in the midst of menopause brain fog, common sense can sometimes desert you so some of these you might go well I uh, do but then some of them you may not have thought of so the first one hot and hot together so having a hot drink and a hot meal or having a hot shower and then blow drying your hair straight away so take out one of the hot things so have a cold drink with your meal um, or um. Give yourself some time to cool down after your shower before using the hairdryer just might make you feel a little bit more comfortable too many clothes bed covers or wrapped up too much so wear layers of thin thinner clothes in breathable fabrics and lighter bed linens and for this one it's it's good to have rather than like if you're in a colder climate which i'm not but if you are in a colder climate um, having a couple of thinner blankets rather than one big fat heavy doona can be helpful because you can just pull on and off because after you've had the night sweat often you'll get quite cool Um, particularly if you've got an aircon or or a fan going you can get quite cool so it's good to have that those lighter layers that you can throw on and off number three enclosed spaces um for this one if you can open the doors or windows obviously if it's an elevator or something you you can't Um, if it's an elevator and that causes you have hot flushes take the stairs if you can Um, but yeah so so that can sometimes do it something that can help if you can't open doors or windows is doing some belly breathing so if you're not sure what belly breathing is it it goes something like this you breathe in through your nose so you can't take in any more, and you'll feel your belly rise. So, big breath in. Hold it while you count to four. And once you get to four, you let it out really slowly. And that's the crucial bit. You control that outward breath as much as you possibly can. Make it nice and slow and steady, and that helps you to calm right down, which can have an effect on on the flush um, and often your heart races when you have a hot flush so that breathing will calm your heart rate down as well number four being tired so having an early or sensible bedtime now I know this is a bit hard because sometimes it's the night sweats and the hot flushes that are causing the tiredness but if you can um, reduce the stimulation in the hours before bedtime so Turn off your screens, um, no caffeine drinks, make sure your room's a good temperature, use the lighter layers of bed clothes uh, that we discussed um, and also using a meditation or a sleep hypnosis to get to sleep if you find that useful. Number five, red wine and or white wine. So grape-based alcohol essentially. And I'm really sorry to say this, ladies, but... The best way to avoid this one is to avoid the wine altogether. Or, if you if you drink it, that's fine, but do so with the knowledge that, you, that it could trigger a hot flush for you. An alternative, if you do want to have a drink, could be gin, as this apparently um, has less effect on hot flushes. Although, personally, if I had a choice, I'd probably go with, I just wouldn't drink if I had to drink gin. But that's just me, you do you. Okay, number six, strong emotions such as anger. So the body is flooded with stress hormones so they need to be burned off um, doing some sort of physical activity, going for a walk or something um, or or deep relaxation or a meditation. Do Do your belly breathing, all of that can help. Number seven, too much sugar or processed carbs. Notice if any specific carbs have been eaten prior to a hot flush. Um, and if you know that there's certain foods that um, are causing the hot flush, then cutting down the sugar, having a, a lower sugar alternative to that product or cutting it out altogether will, um, will help. Number eight, dehydration. Drink plenty of water, keep a bottle with you. so that's a fairly simple solution to that one. Number nine, stress and anxiety. So that's where the belly breathing comes in As again. Uh, also hypnosis recording. So these could be specific to help with hot flushes or for stress relief. Um, so I'll leave a link to my audio, Take 10 to Relax and Reset, in the show notes. And if you're interested in hypnosis specific to hot flushes, reach out and have a chat to me Um, my four session menopause relief program may be of interest to you number 10 hot weather hot weather can also trigger hot flushes as the body tries to regulate its temperature which is absolutely awesome when you're going through menopause in darwin it's just brilliant because it's hot here all the time so that's just fantastic Um, but women going through menopause may find that they are more sensitive to temperature changes than they were before And the weather is, of course, is something you can't control. However, you can make sure you're in aircon or near a fan um, and dress in light, breathable fabrics. So sometimes that's the only thing that you can control there. Number 11, smoking. Nicotine itself can lead to a decrease in estrogen and therefore can further deplete the already low or fluctuating levels of estrogen. And some studies have shown it may lead to early menopause, which is interesting and it can be a trigger for hot flushes so the simple solution here although if you're a smoker it's not such a simple solution cut down or quit smoking Um, and I know someone who can help with that just saying you know hypnosis smoking you know anyway all right so number 12 certain foods and drinks some women find that certain foods and drinks can trigger hot flushes Apart from sugar and alcohol, spicy foods and caffeine are common culprits. It's best to avoid these triggers if you can, uh, if you're finding that they're causing your hot flushes, or at least cut them down. So let's recap some of the simple solutions for hot flushes, regardless of the cause. Dress-in layers. Wearing layers of clothing in breathable fabrics, such as cotton and bamboo, can help to regulate your body temperature and make it easier to adjust just to changes in temperature looser clothing rather than tighter restrictive clothing may also be a better option stay cool so this is a key factor in reducing the frequency and intensity of hot flushes you can try using a fan or air conditioning to keep your environment cool a handheld fan that works really well keeping a cool drink handy or a cool wet flannel nearby can also help you to cool down quickly Practice relaxation techniques. So you can try deep breathing or the belly breathing that I talked about, meditation, hypnosis or yoga. They can all help reduce stress and anxiety and therefore reduce um, hot flushes. Avoid triggers. So if you know that certain foods and drinks or certain situations trigger hot flushes, avoid them if you can. It may also be helpful to keep a hot flush diary. So documenting the intensity and frequency of your hot flushes for a week or so may help you to identify triggers and then you can work at um, reducing or eliminating those triggers. And it can also be helpful in monitoring whether any interventions that you're taking are actually working. And stay staying hydrated, so drinking plenty of water, Can help to reduce the frequency and intensity of hot flushes. It's really important to stay hydrated especially during hot weather or when you're exercising. And speaking of exercise, regular exercise can help you to reduce the frequency and intensity of hot flushes um, but it can also just help to improve your overall health and well-being and your mental health as well. So, although hot flushes are a common symptom of menopause, they don't have to take over your life and make you miserable. By understanding the common triggers for hot flushes and adopting some simple solutions, you can reduce their frequency and intensity and get on with your daily life. If you're struggling with hot flushes, you can talk to your doctor about treatment options that may be available to you. Um, And if you have spoken to your GP but you're not... For some reason you can't take HRT or you're not willing to take the medications that are offered but you want a more natural solution please reach out and speak to me about my menopause relief program it's four sessions Um, primarily we work on the hot flushes but that can also have a ripple effect on sleep and stress but we can pretty much tailor it to you so whatever your biggest problems in menopause are we can look at um, doing some hypnosis specifically for that. If that is of interest to you, I will put a link in the show notes. You'll be able to book a 20-minute call to so that we can d- discuss how I can help you with that. And I think that's probably it for another episode. So thank you so much for listening. If you haven't already done so, don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss upcoming episodes. Thanks again for listening. I really appreciate you. Bye for now.